You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. Rico Beard, Howard Griffith, you see him on the Big Ten Network all the time, and Howard, as we await the news of what's going to happen to Michigan, there is a game that's going to get played this weekend. And from what I heard, it's going to be pretty good in Happy Valley at noon against the number 10 Penn State Nittany Lions. Howard, I mean, is is this – I don't know if you could use the term must win, but is this a must win for James Franklin? Because he doesn't do too well against ranked teams. Yeah, it's tough, man, right? And you think about getting in this position – uh, and being able to take on the, you know, not just the best in the country, but, you know, also, you know, some other programs around the country that have been really, really good, well, along with your, you know, Ohio State and Michigan. And it, it's been a tough go of it, you know, uh, but he's he's been in some of those games. Uh, he's just not, as a team, have not been able to, to get over the hump. But I think if you're asking where the pressure lies, uh, whether it's with Michigan or Penn State, I think it clearly lies with Penn State because theoretically Michigan can lose this game. Obviously, they don't want to, but they still have Ohio State on the horizon, whereas Penn State has already dropped one. Uh, and you know they've got to find a way, if you're talking about continuing to, to make that climb into the best teams that are in the country, uh, which, you know, quite frankly, they are one of the best that's out there. But... You've got to find a way to beat a Michigan and beat a, a beat Ohio State. Uh, I think so from a national perspective, I think you can start to get the credit that, that I think you probably deserve. Um, but you got to win the games. And, and it's been tough that he hasn't been able to pull off, you know, those top performing games. Well, it's funny, I mean, because you bring up Michigan and, and I would think that it, it would almost be more pressure on them being everything that's going on. Yeah. And let's face it, you probably got 13 other teams rooting for Penn State because they just like, okay, in the event that you skate, if Penn State beats you, you're not going to the playoffs and, you know, karma type of thing. For Michigan, it, you know, I'm sure it's galvanizing them. It's us versus the world. Remember, beginning of the year, they had the free Harbaugh T-shirts. Oh, yeah. Now it's like, I mean, how much pressure is just too much before it becomes a house of cards? Because I got to think in a game like this, one bad call, and all of a sudden, how quickly could things unravel for them? Yeah, I, I think you're right when you bring up that. Uh, you know, I think there's, you know, obviously some reasons to think that they could start to be getting tight. But, you know, it's a big game. And this is a team that, that's proven that, um, hey, when, when things get tough, everybody's been pointing against us. Everyone's been rooting against us. Uh, they just continue to find ways to win. Now, obviously, it hasn't been to the extent and to the length that uh, these last accusations are. But I think when you talk about a team that's going to be galvanized and ready to go, 
it, it's going to be them. Uh, I don't expect them to, whether whether Jim is on the sideline or not. You know, I, I think this is a team that is, that is highly motivated by all the people that are doubting them uh, in their state and around the country. Uh, you know, whether it's they haven't played anybody or whether it's, you know, they've had an unfair advantage to going out and playing. I think those players want to prove that, no, it's not that we had an unfair advantage. Right. We were just so much better than the teams we were competing against. Right. I mean, because that's how I see it. Because when I look at this game, it's it's so many – it's a prove it for so many factors. As we said, it's a prove it for James Franklin going down there and beating a top-ranked team. To me, it's a prove it for those the two defenses, okay? Then I think they're number one and number two in the country – can you maintain that going up against each other? For Michigan, it's a prove it for your running game because, or both running games, really, because we haven't seen anything yet. I mean, Michigan mm-hmm. ran for 400 yards and four touchdowns last year in this, just this game with Corman Edwards. They haven't sifted that this year. For, for Allen and, and Singleton, they haven't had those games like they had last year. For J.J., this is the first time you're going up against a, a top defense. You know, can you – because to me – this is that game where you can now enter the chat for the Heisman. The other games you played great, but, you, you know, when your best team you played was UNLV and Rutgers, doesn't quite have the same feel as Penn State. However, I just see it as prove it so, on so many levels. Yeah, you. I, I think if we, if we just looked at it from uh, Penn State's perspective, let's look at it from their defensive perspective. And you just mentioned uh, what Michigan was able to do against the defense uh, a, a year ago. The same style of defense, obviously personnel change, uh, and I think Penn State is better. But Penn State still has to answer the question: Can they be physical at the point of attack? Right? Are, are they going to be jumping around blocks, or are they going to be taking those blocks on? Uh, you mentioned JJ. I think JJ now, because of the pressure and the ability of Penn State to play in their opponent's backfield, they're going to have to make sure. And talking about the defensive lineman now that they are maintaining their rush lanes and maintaining the levels that they need to be on because J.J. is always going to be looking downfield. And if you start to pressure him, we're all of a sudden going to see his ability to use his legs, which he really hasn't had to do uh, all season. But you know he has that ability. So that all of a sudden becomes uh, really scary that you've got to keep him in the pocket because if he breaks contain, gets outside, they're going to go into scramble drill mode and it's hard for a secondary, as good as this secondary is at Penn State, to be able to hold on. Now, people always say now, they're saying this year that this is a much different team than, than the Michigan team was last year. Michigan was built, going to be physical at the point of attack. Right. I still think they're the same team as who they are. They just haven't put up the huge numbers uh, rushing the football, nor have they ultimately had to. So I think this is a proven game on, on both sides, the things that they have to prove. You, you know, look at Penn State's offense. You know, will those receivers be able to, you know, take that next step and continue to make plays downfield? Drew is, to me, he's still a, a heck of a football player, but he's more comfortable at home. Went on the road last year, last week, and had a great deal of success. It, before that, you know, it was really, there was a huge difference between his performances at home and on the road. He was able to, to knock some of that rust off of playing on the road. Now he's back at home where his fans are going to be behind him. It'll be amazing that this fan base will probably be as loud as they've been uh, yeah. in, in years just because of what's going on and what's surrounding Michigan and, and what's at stake. So 
there's so many there's so many uh, I think great matchups in this game that that I don't think it's going to disappoint. But I don't think it's going to be a high scoring affair either. I think it's going to be a a knockdown, drag them out because, like you mentioned, these two defenses are are really playing really well, uh, right. and I think they'll both be up for the challenges. So to me, it comes down to those offenses. Uh, who's going to be able to make more plays or take advantage when uh, something goes wrong or you have a, a miscue on either defense? Is that offense going to be able to take advantage of it? You know what, Howard? I I, I think I'm the only person. I can't tell you who's going to win the game, but I, I don't think that this is going to be a close game because I think that whoever jumps out early is just going to boat race the other team. And it's just going to be one of those things where – because I think if, if you're, let's say Penn State jumps out early, gets the crowd behind them, the whiteout, Michigan, I think, starts feeling more of the pressure of everything going on, starts looking and blaming the refs, and oh my goodness. On the flip side, if Michigan jumps out early, then that whole us versus the world, I think, really kicks in, and they start believing. So I, well, I do think it's going to be, one team is going to win by a lot, by double digits. I can't tell you which team that's going to be. I, I would say probably the one that, the, the team that makes that that capitalizes on that first mistake may be that team, and both teams are very opp- opportunistic in that secondary. Um, you know, you know, I, I look at the Kalen Caleb Kalen King uh, from you know right here in Detroit at Cast Tech. Yep. You know, could he be that difference maker in there? Because you know, going, he's probably going to be checking up against Roman Wilson. That's going to be quite a battle for JJ. Like, do you do you even test him, or do you just try to hit your other uh, receivers and tight ends? Yeah, I think the tight end situation will be fascinating because if if uh, Michigan can start running the ball with some some efficiency, it's going to be very tough. Uh, now all of a sudden, those linebackers are they're guessing. They get in a guessing situation. Is this a pass situation? And and those tight ends are going to be able to make some plays in the middle of the field. Uh, so I don't think they want to. They want to be able to get them behind the down and distance, uh, be second along for Michigan, so they kind of know what's going to be coming at them. Because if they just in a situation where this offense is rolling, you know it's going to be. They're going to be able to move the ball up and down the field. Now whether they are able to score still remains to be seen. But there are going to be some challenges. There are going to be some big-time challenges for players. And it's like we said, listen, you know, Michigan has gone into a situation where they haven't had hardball before. Um, and I think that that probably gives them uh, a little bit of uh, comfort because they've been in this situation before. But you still, they haven't been in a game like this before. And who, who knows what's ultimately going to happen. But I have to believe that if you're Michigan and you've been prepping for this game and you also know what's going on in the outside, whether you're saying anything to the team from a, a head coach's standpoint, you have to be preparing your staff because you don't know what's going to happen. So you have to believe that they're prepared whether he's going to be there or not. Obviously, they'd much rather him be there. But if not, I right. think they're going to be comfortable in, in what they need to do offensively and defensively uh, to move forward in the game. Howard, I do want to talk about the other quarterback because J.J., this, this this isn't J.J.'s first rodeo. J.J.'s been through this before, but Drew Aller, mm-hmm. he's, he's still showing the rust. How much of experience does he take from going to Columbus and playing in that game? He didn't play the best, but what do you take from that game if you're Drew and, and, and now you get to play Michigan at home? Yeah, I think if you look at it critically, um, if you're Drew and you looked at it critically, you never want to blame anyone else, but – 
there was a reason, you know, that the, the passes were high, he, the incompletions, and he, the timing was off. He was under duress for most of that game. And he can't, he can't throw the ball and also, you know, block the offensive lineman, the defensive lineman. So I think when, when they look at that game, as far as Penn State offensively is concerned, there were a lot of things that they needed to do better, whether it was blocking scheme or, or whether it was just, just outright protection, whether they needed to keep some extra guys in. So I, I think the comfort is that, that it wasn't all on you. Yes, you've been into a hostile environment uh, and you didn't play as well as you needed to, but now you're back at home. And that's why I mentioned it. His, his numbers at home versus his numbers on the road outside of last week, you know, it was, it was night and day. So now, you know, it, it's going to be important that they can get their running game going. Because, again, they don't want to end up in, in second and long situations either because you talk about a defense, you know, that wants to dictate pace. And, and right. They're going to play in your backfield. You know they're going to be able to make some plays there. And it's, that, that's why I think it's so critical for, for Penn State to really be able to manage those rush lanes whether or not they have a spy for J.J. remains to be seen. But I wouldn't be surprised if they try to mix some things up because 